Hey queens, and welcome to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining a woman's worth. I'm your host, Janelle Renee, and I just want to welcome you as you are coming in, joining in, streaming, listening to um, to this episode, and I just thank you very much. Um, the support is truly appreciated. I can't get up here and do this every week without your support, so I want you to know you're valued, you're appreciated, and I am so grateful for you. I want to say thank you to my loyal listeners for continuing to rock with us every every week to um, rocking with us from the beginning from first season to now second season i thank you all also i want to say hey girl to my new listeners all of you guys who have decided to come join us on this journey to redefine our worth we welcome you we thank you this is a community of women we're not perfect we're not judgmental we don't have it all together we have weaknesses we have insecurities but we are walking it out. We are walking into our destiny. We're walking into our identity. We're walking into our uh, redefining our words. We're walking into our value, our wholeness, right? This is the purpose of the podcast is for us to walk as whole women, walk as whole women and know our value and our worth so we can stop settling, stop minimizing, stop um, just believing the lies that we are not worthy, that we are not good enough, that we are not pretty enough, that we are not skinny enough that we're not whatever enough right because you are the way you are the way god made you and if there's something that you don't like about yourself sis change it if you don't like your weight i don't like my weight i don't like i don't like where i'm at so i gotta do something to change it right if you don't like your situation do whatever you can to change it if it's something you can't change ask god to give you the peace the serenity to let go of the things you can't change, to accept you for you, flaws and all. Baby, you still the bomb. You still bad. You still dope. You still beautiful. You're still amazing. You're still gifted. You're still talented. The way you are. You're not a mistake. Okay? God made you on purpose. He don't do nothing. He don't do nothing that, that surprises that, that is a surprise to him. He doesn't do nothing and it's a mistake and it's like, oops, oh my goodness, what did I do? No, he's intentional and he made you just the way you are. Embrace it. Be you. Embrace you. And again, if there's something you know can be better, make it better. But and if you and if you're feeling like you know what, you at a place where you just want to accept you, where you at for how you look, where you at in your relationships, in your life, in your career, whatever that looks like, then own it and kill it, right? Be the best version of you. Be the best version of you because that's what it's all about, loving ourselves, valuing ourselves, right? Before we can expect anybody else to love us or to value us, we have to know how to value and love on ourselves, so I know we just came out the gate really deep. I wasn't even anticipating that, but hey, here we are. These are the waters we're in, right? Um, because I think it's so important to really understand and to realize that no matter where you are in life, yeah, you may not be where you wanna be. You may not be at your best. You may have not accomplished all the things that you believe you should be accomplishing, but you're still the bomb. You still dope. 
You're still amazing. You're still blessed. You're still fearfully and wonderfully made. You're still the apple of God's eye. You're still the head and not the tail. You're still his beloved, his treasure, his precious possession. You are still good. He still created humanity, human mankind from the beginning. And when he looked at his creation that he created in his image, he still said, it's very good. Everything else he created was good. But when it came to mankind, when it came to male and female, he created them. He said, it's very good. So I'm here to tell you today, sis, that you're not just good, boo. You very good, okay? And I want you to know that regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what your circumstance is, regardless of what low place you may be in, because I've been in a low place. And what we have to understand, our circumstances don't define us, right? Like you can be in a low place, but you can still, you still can, you still not even can, but you are still amazing, right? You still a bomb mom. Like you still like a bomb sister, daughter, friend, whatever it is, whatever many hats that you wear, you still can be the best. You, you still add value to people. People still look at you and they recognize how amazing you are. Even if they don't say it, the fact that they still around say something. We, we tend to believe that because we go through hard seasons and trials and tribulation, that that means that we're lacking in an area. That's not always what it means. Sometimes it just means life happens. Life happens to everybody. Life happens to people with money. Life happens to people who marry. Life happens to people, you know, who live in their best life. Life happens to people, you know, who, who've been doing well and, you know, things was going good for them for so for so long. Life happens. Life happening, storms, trials, tribulations, those are guaranteed things. But what we have to be so firm in is our identity. Our identity is what our essence is. It is what makes up who we are regardless of where we are. That's like Paul said, I know the secret to all things. I've learned how to be content in any and all situations. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But before that, he said, I've learned, I've been a base and I've been a bound. I know how to be a base and I know how to be a bound. I know how to be in plenty and how to be in lack. Because, you know, he had a lot of money. He was rich. He was wealthy. You know, he... um was considered to be, you know, he had a status, you know, he was among the best of the best of the Pharisees, he was Sadducee, you know, he was very well versed in the scriptures and the law, you know, he sat under Galileo, who was like a, a scholar, you know, in that day. And so he really had hit the height and the epitome of success. And so he's like, I know how to be a, a abounding i know how to be in abundance i know how to be a in 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 wealth and riches right i know what it's like to have success and reach the height of my career i know what that's like but then he said the contrast is but i also know how to have nothing i also know how to be abounding I mean, excuse me, how to be a base where I'm struggling, where I don't know how I'm going to eat my next meal, where I don't know where the provision is going to come from. When I got to try to figure out how to work with my hands to make ends meet, I know what that's like too. But the, the, but the, the, the great part of that scripture is the part where he says, but I have found the secret 
to be content. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What is the secret to contentment in any and all situations? Christ. Christ, right? Because when you're in need, God is your provider. When you're in trouble, he's your protector. When you're in pain, he's your healer, right? So again, circumstances are what they are and they can change. But who you are remains. And understanding your identity in Christ Jesus. If you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, that's okay. You're still wonderful. You're still loved. God still loves you. Jesus still died for you. That doesn't change. Your choice don't change God's mind. That's why John 3.16, such a just extremely highly quoted verse is for God so loved the world. And that's not, that's literal. That's not symbolic. It's not figurative. It's for God so loved the world. Why? Because he created it. He created the world. So he loved his creation because he created it. Who creates something and hate it? That don't make sense, right? For God so loved the world he gave because that's what love causes us to do. It caused us to give because love is sacrificial. And because God loved us so much, it's in Romans, it tells us that why yet we were still sinners. So even when we don't choose to be Christians, even when we don't choose God, even when we don't choose Jesus, even when we believe in some, some other type of um, deity or God, we practice some other kind of religion. When we when we renounce and, and, and profess all of these other things other than God, when we practice idolatry, right? When we say we're not religious or we're just spiritual, whatever the case may be, it doesn't stop the fact that yet while we were still a sinner, Christ died for us. So that lets me know we must be something. It must be something about mankind, male and female, us women, that is so special that even when we don't deserve it, even when we don't make the right choices, even when we don't even love God back, he loves us so much. He gave his only son to die for us so that we can be in relationship with him. And we can experience the inheritance of being children of God. And we can get to, to be in his presence in heaven. How many of us could really, like, if somebody was treating us wrong, if somebody was, was just, uh, you know, just betraying us, rejecting us, you know, like abandoning us and turning their back on us. Like just literally all of these things, right? If, if a person was doing all that, would you, would you, would you still love them? Would you still love them? Better yet, would you die for them? That's the real question. Uh, the Bible tells us, Jesus said, there's no greater love than this, than one who would lay his life down for a friend. Would you lay your life down for a friend? Probably not. I probably won't either. Let's just be real. But that's what Jesus did for us. He did that for us because he see the value in us when we don't see it in ourselves. He understands that we are worthy of his love, regardless if we know it or not, regardless if we act like it or not, that we are who he created us to be, no matter what. So I'm like, 
we got to get to that place where we're sure, where we're certain, right? We got to get to that place that we are able to stand in that thing, stand in, I know who I am. I don't deserve this. I don't have to take this. I'm better than this. I deserve more. No, I'm not asking for too much because I want you to be committed, because I want you to be consistent, because I want you to keep your word, because I want you to be faithful. That is not asking for too much. And when anybody make you feel like what's asking what what you wanting respect or you wanting to be valued if somebody is making you believe that that is too much they not the one for you we can't continue to allow other people to try to choose our worth for us right we gotta choose that thing for ourselves. when you get to that place where you know you worthy when you walking in your identity, you're walking in wholeness, you know exactly who you are. You walk with your head, head held high. You walk in confidence, right? You know, we see a lot of women, whether it's on social media or in media or whatnot, entertainment, um, and, and it just seemed like they're so, they just so bold or they're so secure. They have so much confidence. They have like this essence where they captivate attention, right? And, and you think it's because I'm sorry, guys. My phone got to ringing. I don't even understand it, but we're going to carry on. And sidebar, you know, this is the thing that I really like about the way I do the podcast because I'm not looking for perfection, right? I've tried to live a life of perfection where I've been a perfectionist and I felt like I had to be perfect and I had to everything had to be perfect and everything had to be right and everything had to be put together and I can't make a mistake and I can't have a flaw right and and it it really just like drove me crazy and I constantly felt like I had to perform I had to perform for God's love I had to perform for people to love me to like me right and today where I'm at y'all I'm like listen I'm about to be 40 I ain't got time I ain't here to be trying to be perfect I'm here to be real because I'm human. So I don't really do a lot of editing to the podcast because it's like, I mean, it is what it is. I want y'all to know, like, I'm just like you. I don't got it all together. I ain't perfect. None of that. So we're going to carry on. Sidebar. Sorry. I went on a rant. But anywho, we'll look at these women and we'll look at them and we'll think it's because of um, their status, right? We'll think it's because of their, you know, uh, the type of career they have or, you know, what they do is what gives them this, um, this, this, this essence like this. They have like this um, confidence around them and it's like they... um, they captivate people, right? They draw you in. You know, they are just very, very, very secure. They walk with a walk of, of, of like commanding attention because it's something about the way that they carry themselves. It's something about the way that they walk, the way that they talk. It is something about them that says that she knows who she is, that she knows her worth. She understands the the value she has and she and she brings. She knows that she encapsulates the very essence of beauty, right? And so we look at these women and we think, oh, well, that's her because she's an actress or she's an entertainment or she's highly a a high success or high value woman or this that and the third right and we think it's something different between her and us that we 
some kind some way can't like there's some kind of unattainable um place that we would have to try to reach in order to be able to walk in that same level of confidence and i'm like no no you can be just as bad where you at if you i'm a stay-at-home mom but guess what I put on my little makeup. I do a little something on my hair. I got to do better, you know, because I really want to make sure that I'm bringing my best self, even if it's just to my kids, because I want them to see what a woman looks like. I don't want my kids to always see me in a bonnet and pajamas. I don't want my kids to always see me down and not keeping myself up or not getting myself together. I want them to see how a woman is to take care of herself, how a woman is supposed to enhance her own beauty, how a woman is supposed to make her own self feel good. Like sometimes we go to the stores and I buy them things that they need and stuff and or, you know, some things that they want. And then I go to the store and I'll buy me something for me. Why? Because I want to treat me because I want to love me. I want to I want to take me out. I go and I do things just with me i go on dates with myself you know i buy myself gifts because i i want i gotta treat me the way i want to be treated first right but i want to be an example to them to know that they shouldn't have to come in and bring value to a woman in the sense of bringing her identity she should have her own identity already and when they come they're just in addition to right so i want them to see that so i'm not waiting until i get some kind of level of success or some kind of to some kind of platform i'm like okay i gotta own this now i gotta make sure i feel good about myself i gotta make sure i look beautiful i gotta make sure that i'm doing what i need to do to be healthy you know i gotta do that now you can you can own your your beauty. You can own you know your confidence and your boldness, right? You can own your your security in who you are, right where you are. You don't have to wait. There's no a proper time for you to invest in you. There's no proper time for you to be the best version of you. The time is now. So I don't wait and I don't look at the next woman and think, oh, there must be something better about her why she's able to be at that level. But I'm here. So there must be something not as valuable about me. Like I don't look at myself like that no more. I used to, I used to compare myself to other women and think like, oh, well, good things just happen for that kind of woman. Or, you know, she, she deserves that. Or, you know, that's her life. Or, you know, she didn't, her life, you know, she ain't went through what I went through. And, you know, she ain't got going on with I, you know, my situation and her situation and all of these things where we try to and we disqualify ourselves from being happy with who we are. Like happiness is a state of being. And so I'm like, in this season, we gotta break all that off. We knowing who we are in this season. We ain't gonna, we ain't confused. We ain't trying to be somebody else that we not. We taking off the mask. We're taking off all of the things that we trying to put on to cover ourselves up because we're really too ashamed to look our own selves in the mirror. We're really too ashamed to look at our own bodies. We're really too ashamed to look at our own lives. So we busy ourselves and we constantly are looking at everybody else and we're spectators on the sideline watching somebody else live their best life. No, ma'am, we're not doing that. We're not doing that no more because we are worthy. I want you to repeat it with me. I don't normally do that, but I feel like it's so important not to hear me say it to you every week, but you need to say it to you because you with you every day. 
And you need to say to yourself every day, I don't care what's happening all around you. I don't care what's happening to you. I don't care what your day may bring. You need to say to yourself every day that I am worthy. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of prosperity. I am worthy of health. I am worthy of a sound mind. I am worthy of peace. I am worthy of freedom. I am worthy of financial freedom. I am worthy to have an abundance of good friends and family in my life. I am worthy, right? You got to speak it over you. You got to believe it. Where do you think it's going to come from? It comes from you first. And it's taken me a long time to get to this place where I even can accept that. Because I kept believing that I needed to have a certain type of circumstance. I needed to have an external circumstance like, oh, I needed to be married. Okay, I needed to be have a certain level of success as an entrepreneur. Or um, I need to acquire, you know, um, home ownership, right? Or I need to have a certain amount of money in a bank. Or, you know, I need to have a certain lifestyle, before I could be worthy or before I could feel good about myself, before I could be happy. And I'm like, who's to say that those things going to happen? Not to say that I hope that they won't. I pray that they do. But I'm saying if I continue to sit here and wait on a particular time or a particular circumstance or a particular situation to be me, to love me, to value me, to live my best life, then I'm going to miss out. I'm going to lose a lot of the one thing that we can never get back, and that's time. And I'm like, we got to, we got to, we got to break that cycle where we're stop spinning our wheels, waiting for some perfect moment. The moment is now, sis. Take back your power now. Take control of your health now. Take control of your mental health now. Take control of your spiritual health now. Take control of your family now. Whatever that thing is, do it now. What that looks like for you, I don't know because I don't know your situation. But I do know all you got to do is focus on one step at a time. You don't eat an elephant all at once, right? It's a surmount insurmountable tasks to do elements are uh, elephants are huge however it still can be done so yes your situation may be huge you may be saying to yourself but yeah janelle you don't know my situation honey i don't but you didn't know mine either if you think that i sit here because i never went through nothing or i don't know how life can just come and knock the wind out of you or I ain't experienced disappointment, abuse, betrayal, that I lost everything, that I know where my next money or or, or how I was going to pay a bill or I, you know, wasn't able to take care of my family and my kids where I really was in a place where I was totally depressed or I was losing relationships and losing people and all kinds of things, health crises, have been having diagnosis being diagnosed with seizures having a brain hemorrhage it's all kind of stuff like i just in 2019 literally died i literally had almost completely died i arrested i had anaphylactic shock so severely that i wasn't breathing i had no pause 
They couldn't innovate me. I was dying. And next thing you know, I wake up in ICU and I have the anesthesiologist come to my ICU room and sit down and look at me with a look in his eyes like I knew he, he was so perplexed. He couldn't understand it. And for him to look me in my eye and tell me in all of his years, he said, I've seen anaphylactic shock before, but never, never not like you. I had anaphylactic shock so bad and so fast, they had never seen it before. And then I wake up in ICU. I don't have no memory of it. I just know what they tell me. And I'm swollen. My whole entire body is swollen from top to bottom. It's machines everywhere. I hear the nurse talking about she's critical. She's critical. I can barely move. I'm, I'm like foggy, hazy, barely can wake up. I don't know what's happening. But to hear that I literally was dying because they gave me some medicine and I had an allergic reaction. I done been in a car accident where I literally would had a significant injury and had to get back surgery and that surgery didn't work and I done had to keep getting different procedures and different treatments done and I couldn't work. I lost my car. I lost my ability to work. I lost my ability to function on my own. I lost my ability to walk. I had to depend on other people. I couldn't do nothing for myself. I couldn't get around. I had the most pain I've ever felt in my life. That pain that I was having from the back of the bottom of my back down to my right leg and into my foot. It was so bad that I was begging my fiance at the time and my kids to cut my leg off. It was horrifying. It's indescribable. I can't bring into words the how much pain it was. And that's physical pain. Because then it wasn't let too much... Um, after that, where I begin to experience the most emotional and mental pain that far exceeded that physical pain that I had ever ex experienced because I was in a in a negative and toxic relationship. And so when when I get on here and I say the things I say, it's because I'm living it. I'm living through it. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm swimming these waters too. I'm discovering my worth. I'm trying to figure, you know, walking my identity. I'm trying to walk in my purpose and, and really heal and be healed and walk in wholeness and, and really, I'm trying to become just like y'all. I'm trying to become just like y'all. I know what it's like to be rejected by your family. I know what it's like to feel like you're the black sheep. I know what it's like to not have nobody in your corner. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to deal with disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. Failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to find myself in a situation where I'm always apologizing and I don't even know what I'm apologizing for, but I feel the need to apologize because I just want to make sure that that person don't leave or I just want to make sure that that person ain't don't get mad or don't get upset. Even though I ain't did nothing wrong and they the ones in the wrong, I find myself allowing myself to be manipulated and taking on the responsibility of something that don't belong to me. I'm carrying burdens that ain't mine and I'm apologizing for them. Where they do that at? I know what that's like. I know what that's like to feel like something wrong with me. 
That why life ain't going good for me? That why am I always having to go through difficulties and hardship? Why I can't get, you know, a good man? Why can't I have, get the job that I desire? Why can't I, you know, finish school when I want to finish school and get the degree I want to get? Why can't I, you know, buy a house when I need to want to buy a house? Why can't, Why is my kids, oh my goodness, my kids, y'all, I have a 20-year-old. I don't really talk about that much, but I have a 20-year-old. And baby, being a parent of a teenager and young adult is a whole nother thing and that brought so much challenge right so much difficulty so much hurt so much pain you know just so it just brought another level of a weight and i'm like why my son gotta be the one acting out why do i gotta be going through this with my son why is it my kid why you know why i don't have you know why my kid can't just be what it like somebody else's kid being a good kid and you know doing the right thing and doing what they're supposed to do why he gotta give me so much grief why he gotta make the decisions he's making you know like for real so when you think your situation is too bad and that disqualifies you sis i <laughs> i don't know what to say Cause if that's the case, I've been with this qualified because I, I don't have the time on this episode or in this podcast to tell you all the things that I've been through, all the things that had happened to me, all the times that I've been in a dark place. All the, I don't have the time to tell you how many times I wanted to give up on life because the weight of life was so was just too heavy. I can't even tell you how many times I made promises to myself and God and broke them. I can't even tell you. Like, I can't even keep count. Only God knows. Because there's so many. How many times I set out not to do something to turn around and do that thing? Anyway, the very thing I want to do, I don't do. And the thing I want to do, I do. I understand what Paul meant when he said that in the scriptures because I live it. The very thing I don't want to do. Just last night, I did something I didn't want to do. I have struggled with masturbation and pornography and promiscuity and sexual sin for all my life because I was just opened up to it at a young age. I was molested and the door was open. And even though I had no idea what it was, what happened, why it happened and all that, I'm just figuring that out here in my recent year, the last what year or two of really why I've ended up on this road. However, from you talk, I'm talking about, I was a kid, kid, like, a child and um it's a battle you know that i've been fighting well not really fighting because i was cool with it for a long time um i've talked about this but you know once i really got serious about my uh, relationship with the lord and i knew i was being convicted because i knew i was reading the word and i understood that sexual sin is wrong sexual activity outside of marriage is wrong it doesn't matter if it's masturbation oral sex anal sex all these things that people try to make excuses and passes oh it's not penetration or it's not sex it's sex and at the end of the day you know god <laughs> everything it's real cut and dry with him you know like sin is sin there's no big sin no little sin so you can't be like okay well we just did oral sex so that ain't too bad it is it's the same you might as well just did the whole thing you might as well just did it because it's not no little sin big sin with god right so, you know, but anyway, I got to a place where I really wanted to to really obey God with my body, um, being that it's the temple where his spirit dwells. So I really wanted to live a life of um, purity and abstinence. And I began that journey and it was so hard. 
that demon didn't want to leave. That battle, that giant did not want to be slayed. And, and, and I battled that thing like nothing I've ever had to battle. It has been one of the most difficult things for me to do. It was so hard to even get to a place where I could just really not want to do it. Like, seriously. Um, that thing constantly was just like rearing its ugly head. And so I fought this thing and I had to do a lot of prayer and fasting and reaching out to people to pray for me and fast, you know, for me and, you know, doing a lot of, you know, renouncing and confessing and just all kind of things and just changing my life, changing my mind, renewing my mind, putting up barriers, understanding my triggers, understanding, you know, just the root of it, uprooting it, all kind of things. Right. And yet and still. I thought I got to a place where I was finally delivered um, because it, I had not done it or had a desire to do it since um, last spring or something. And lo and behold, out of nowhere, last night, I wasn't watching TV. I wasn't listening to nothing. I had, was I was literally asleep, woke up out of my sleep to go use the restroom. Out of nowhere, I, it was just something like something came over me. It was the weirdest thing. And all of a sudden, sudden there, I just, I couldn't, it's like I couldn't stop. Or maybe I didn't want to stop. You know, let's just be real. But at the end of the day, I found myself doing the very thing that I hate. I found myself masturbating again. And I'm like, after all this time, how is this possible? So even in that, knowing it is a sin, knowing that I'm getting defiling my body, knowing, but I still woke up this morning and I prayed right after and I confessed and I asked God to forgive me and to help me and all of those things. But this morning I woke up and I still had joy and I, I still worshiped and I still prayed because I understand that God loved me still because it wasn't no surprise to God because he knew from the foundation of the world, he knew me. Like his word says, and he already knows what I'm going to do. He knows my struggle and he know my heart and he know it's not my heart to do this thing. He, this thing has been a struggle. And so if you struggling with something, maybe you don't want to do it no more. Maybe, maybe you don't have the same outlook that you used to have. Maybe you don't, maybe you're starting to feel some conviction behind it, but you find yourself struggling with it. Don't, don't condemn yourself. Don't allow guilt and shame and condemnation to overwhelm you, to make you feel that you, you're not worthy or you're not valuable or something wrong with you or God don't love you. Girl, I'm going to tell you, if that was the case, then God wouldn't love nobody. Because everybody struggles with something. I don't care how perfect they appear to be on social media. I don't care how beautiful their, their life seems or their picture seems. I don't care how big their platform is. I don't care what their 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 status or position is. Everybody struggles with something. We all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So to think that because you're not perfect, that that for some way disqualifies you or mean that you got to settle for less or mean that you can't, you know, you don't deserve, you know, love or happiness or you don't deserve joy and you don't deserve the desires of your heart and you don't deserve, you know, the life that you feel that you really want to live. That is nonsense. That is nonsense. And I'm like, we got to, we got to, we got to kill this thing once and for all. Understand, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not going to ever be perfect. You're not going to ever be perfect. And you're still worthy. That's the, that's the fact of the matter. You're still worthy. You're still beautiful. You're still valuable. You're still amazing. You're still the best you and the only you. That's that. 
You're still the woman that God created you to be from the foundations of the earth. God still loves you. You still can be healed. You still can be whole. Nothing is too difficult. No pain is too deep. No wound he can't heal. It doesn't matter. You just have to give it to him. But stop beating yourself up. Stop beating yourself up for what you did 10, 20 years ago. Stop beating yourself up because of the mistake you made yesterday. Learn from it. Move on. Right? Because that's the thing. We get stuck. We get stuck in the, the mistake. We get stuck in the sin. We get stuck in the when we fall. The Bible said a righteous man falls seven times. So a righteous? What? If you righteous and you fall seven times, what do I got coming? Because I know I don't be righteous. The stuff I think, the stuff I say. But yet it's still. If a righteous man can fall seven times, then I know God got to expect me to fall. I mean, come on. We put too much pressure on ourselves. And I think when we start walking in freedom... Like, that's when we'll see a true breakthrough, right? Just to, just, just be free from all the expectations. That even what we put on ourselves, the expectation of perfection, you ain't going to be perfect. And guess what? If you're single like me and you think that you got to be perfect in order to be chose, I'm going to tell you right now, I see a lot of perfect women, imperfect women that have, have been chosen, that are married, engaged in a relationship. So that doesn't qualify you. What qualifies you is you being the best you. Is you loving you first. You can't expect somebody else to come fill a void that you haven't filled yourself. Get happy with you. Love on you. Like I said, I take myself out. I do stuff for myself. For Valentine's Day, I'm going to do something for me. You know, I'll probably send myself some flowers, send myself some gifts, take myself out. Hey, why not? I can but why should I be miserable or sad or be, you know, looking on social media or avoiding social media because it's a trigger, you know, and take me down a road of depression just because I'm not in a relationship? Who cares? Do that mean I still can't enjoy myself or have fun? No. We got to walk in freedom. And more importantly, we got to work in our walk in our worth because that is what we that's what this whole podcast is about um in case you didn't realize right <laughs> it's all about us walking in our worth and understanding we the bomb whether we get a man or we don't we the bomb okay his loss they lost okay and at the end of the day you want to go through life and you want to be happy with who you are not happy because of where you are but happy because of who you are and if you haven't gotten there yet that's okay because I wasn't there either and then for honest, I'm not all the way there I have my days I have my moments but the point is that I'm striving right I am going forward I am continuing to do the things that I know I need to do in order to understand my value to believe my worth to accept it, to embrace it, to get healed, to walk in wholeness, right? I am walking every day and I don't do it right every day, but I'm constantly every day trying to make sure I'm intentional about being a better version of me. And that's all I'm asking you to do, sis. Take it one day at a time. Every day, make a commitment every day to walk into the best version of you little by little eventually you're gonna be all the way but little by little progress that's what matters 
progress, right? Staying still. If you're gonna stay still, you gonna you gonna it's like you're gonna die because you're not growing. Anything that's not growing is dead. So you don't wanna stay still. You don't wanna be stuck in this cycle. You don't wanna be in arrested development and still haven't healed from the things that happened in the past. And I know it hurts. And I know it wasn't fair. And I know it wasn't your fault. And I know that I don't know what they did to you. I know. I know that it it destroyed you. I know. I know they took your innocence. I know they abused you. I know they neglect you, ne- neglected you. I know. I know you feel like God let you down and he abandoned you. I feel like that too. I know you're angry. I know you're tired. I know you're exhausted. I know you feel like you don't have no more energy. But sis, I promise you... It'll come from somewhere many days. I ain't had the energy, but it came from somewhere. But I'm telling you, just make a commitment to you every day to be intentional, to do something, one thing, one thing, to walk in the best version of you. If that's speaking, I am worthy over yourself, do it. If that's working out, do it. Eating right, do it. Going to counseling, do it. Talking to your pastor, do it. It's putting up some boundaries, do it. Letting go of some toxic or unhealthy relationships, do it. You know, whatever it is, whatever that thing is to you, commit to you that you are not going to allow anything to take you off course and to distract you from walking intentionally and redefining your worth. So I would like to hear from you guys. Um, and I want to know, like, who, who accepts the challenge, right? Who accepts the challenge to, one, to speak over yourself every day? I am worthy. I am worthy of love. Uh, I'm, a worth, I'm worthy of unconditional love. Patient love, faithful love, right? I'm a, I'm worthy. I'm a worthy of happiness. I'm a worthy of joy. I am worthy of health. I'm worthy of having a sound mind. I'm worthy of having a restored soul. I'm worthy of being whole. I'm worthy of being healed, right? Whatever it is, fill in the blank. I'm I'm worthy of victory. I'm worthy of blessings. I'm worthy of opportunities. Whatever you need to speak over yourself, just make a commitment to speak. To speak life over yourself every day. And then this one is personal. Choose one thing that you can commit to that's reasonable and attainable that you can do every day to intentionally walk into your and redefining your worth. And uh, I want to hear from you. So I'm excited and I'm looking forward to it. So um, as I close out the podcast, I'll let you guys know my news so you guys can connect and reach out and we can physically, you know, um, communicate. Um, So, yeah, so um, I just want to leave you with I love y'all. You know, I really do. I do this because I love I love to help people. I love to see people win. I love to see people to come out of, you know, whatever was a place of defeat. I'm I'm the person who roots for the underdog. I love the underdog. I love the reject. I love the misfit. I love the one that's been counted out, right? I love the broken. Why? Because I can see the beauty in the brokenness. So I want you to know I'm not doing this for me. I don't do this 
for some kind of platform or you know anything i do this for y'all because i truly care and i truly want to see women begin to walk as just the amazing beautiful wonderful intelligent brilliant gifted talented women that we were called to be and that is you Hey Queens, as promised, I got some news for you guys. I did a thing. I'm super excited. If anybody knows me, you guys know that I am not a fan of Facebook. Um, did not have Facebook until recently because um, just that's a long story. But nevertheless, I had no desire to get Facebook. I have Instagram and I was just totally am content with that. However, I ended up having to make a Facebook page. Um, a personal page for some things. So then I um, ended up making a page for the podcast. Woo! Yay! Come on. Yes, I'm so excited. So um, there is a page, a Facebook page for the podcast. It's called Redefining a Woman's Worth. It is still Purity After Promiscuity Podcast. But you can find it on Facebook at Redefining a Woman's Worth. Like, share. Um, I definitely upload things on there. I post things. I'm going to do little videos, excerpts, different things. But the main thing that I'm excited about is the fact that we can connect, right? You guys can message me on there um, and I'll get the message and we can communicate. And, um, you know, so I'm just so excited to hear from you all because I really want to hear you guys' testimony or if you just, um, you know, decided to take on that challenge to make a commitment to yourself, to speak life and to um, commit to do one thing, to be intentional about redefining your worth. So I'm so excited. So again, that is at Redefining a Woman's Worth on Facebook. Um, so like, share, and um, leave a comment. You know, um, it's a private message. Nobody else can see it. You don't have to worry. So it definitely would be a safe place. But yeah, I'm looking forward to hear from you guys. Also, I'm on Instagram at Janelle Renee underscore one. And um, you can always email me at purityafterpromiscuity at gmail.com. So yes, hit me up and I am so looking forward to it. Um, and I just want to always leave you guys with this, um, your past, because <laughs> I have one heck of a past. I'm just going to be honest, you know, um, a past that I've been very, very ashamed of. But um, even in that, your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.